Hi there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. And thank you for tuning in, and don't forget, do what you can to support PRN. It's one of the few places out there where you get uh, real news. And of course, you get uh, the truth in news and the truth in trends with the Trends Journal as well. And we just came out with a new edition. It's a weekly now, from a quarterly to a monthly to a weekly. Because so much is going on so fast. Whew. Around the world. It's on fire. Name the country. And you can see what's going on. One after another. Yep. And it's all not being reported, as it should be, in the mainstream media. You got Hong Kong, the 22nd week of revolt. And now, Miss Lam, who's running the show over there, the appointed person to run the show in Hong Kong, met with the... Chinese leader, she, she and she met. <laughs> and he told her to uh, quash the rebellion. And that's what's going to happen there. And then there's Iraq. Oh, yes, beautiful place. Lovely. Thinking of going there for a vacation. So beautiful after being bombed into oblivion by the United States and its coalition of the killing. And they're revolting. They have nothing, nothing. Over a million people killed, place destroyed, no future. Now, I wonder how to get these radical groups. Oh, I wouldn't be radical if a foreign country came here, killed everybody that I loved, bombed my country into oblivion. Oh, why would I want to get even? I would be a radical. I would be a terrorist. I would be a militant. That's what the mainstream moron propaganda prostitutes sell. Here the United States goes into a foreign nation based on lies that we all knew, wrote about as it was happening. Saddam Hussein never had weapons of mass destruction. Nor ties to Al-Qaeda or Al Capone. But they sold the baloney. And the imbeciles bought it, as they do in many countries. So it's not only the United States that's stupid people. They do it all the time. Hey, how about that wonderful place called Germany, huh? Yep, Heil Hitler. What a wonderful cat, man. Let's follow him to our grave. Let him get our country destroyed, bombed into smithereens, what took thousands of years to build. 
Berlin was more beautiful to me than Paris before it was bombed out. What I've seen of the past of Berlin, and having been in both places, Paris, of course, after the war, I'm born right after it, but seeing what Paris looked like and what it looks like now, and what Berlin looked like, but what it looks like now. You go to Berlin and you see beautiful old buildings at the same height, all new construction everywhere you go around the country. Yeah. Bombed out. It was going to come to an end. Couldn't it end before everything was destroyed? Leaders leading their countries into despair. And they keep doing it. Had the elections here in the USSA yesterday. The people I voted for didn't win up in Kingston. Got the same jerk mayor there. And lightweights ran against them. Yep. Vote. What a joke. What a sad joke. The Democrats and Repulsivkins. More of the same. People ask me about the upcoming election. What difference will it make? Well, let's discuss Bernie Sanders and Warren and Buttigieg. They are the leaders, and don't forget Biden. So why should I talk, why should I discuss the disgustings? Because that's all they are to me. They're disgustings. The only one I support at any level is Tulsi Gabbard. The Buttigieg cat, man, he's a plant to me, boy. He's a deep state one. Yep, a Harvard Rhodes Scholar. Harvard, Princeton, Yale, bullets, bombs, and banks. How he loves to get dressed up in that military drag and show them pictures of the tough guy Buttigieg with that arrogant look on his face holding that weapon in his hand when I served in Afghanistan to protect the American people. Screw you, boy. You're not protecting me. You're making my life more dangerous by killing people over in foreign nations who've done nothing to us that want to retaliate, Junior. Why should I want to discuss the disgustings, the Democrats, excuse me, Democrats and Repulsivkins? Oh, we're going to elect a new gang leader. That's all it is. A new gang leader of the Bloods and the Crips, the murderers and the thieves, that imbeciles and morons suck up to and bow down to, called the Democrats and Repulsivkins. Al Obama didn't kill as many people as Bush. And a phony Trump. Yeah, we're pulling the troops out of Syria, but they want that we want the oil. No outrage. No outrage that the CIA is spying in the White House. America, America, the gutless. And I love America. I love what America stands for. I love the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I wouldn't be me if I was born anywhere else. I don't need these little low lives 
telling me what it means I'm capable of figuring out for myself. So that's what's going on around the world. People are uprising. Iraq, Lebanon. Yep, there's some progress to those protesters, but they're fighting. The Prime Minister resigned. People taken to the streets in Chile. The power hungry versus the hungry. In Bolivia. Leaders fighting it out. The one backed by the United States that lost the election. Or the other guy that never wants to leave. Morales. Yeah, let's change the law. I says I could run again. People voted against it. Then he goes to the Supreme Court, packed with his folks. And they say it's okay to run. And he runs and he wins by a little bit. That's what's going on. Revolts around the world. Spain. Algeria. United States. Boop. Bip. Bop. Boop. No fight. And by the way, I think these violent protesters are mostly agents provocateurs. Bernie Sanders. What a phony. Yep. I am a political atheist. How can anybody believe? These clowns. It's a clown show. It's the presidential reality show. So, as I'm forecasting, if the election were held today, even though he's down in the polls, Trump wins the election. That's right. He'll win the swing states. A Warren ain't going to get the votes in those swing states or Bernie. Maybe a Biden, but probably not. Because if Biden runs, you're not going to get the millennials out there voting very much. Because it's just BS Biden. So right now it's Trump 2020. The only wild card that I see is Tulsi Gabbard. And boy, she's shaking it up. With Hillary Clinton saying she's a Russian agent, or implying so. Her coming out a few days ago about the cover-up of 9-11 with the Saudis. Now, only 15 of the 19 people on the plane were allegedly Saudis. And then the United States exited the ones that we hear right away. Our great allies. Matter of fact, so great are these allies that the United States and sent more weapons there. More weapons being sent to slaughter people in Yemen. 
But hey, the military-industrial complex makes money on them. So there's word out there that the Yemeni's government and the Houthis reached a power-sharing agreement, so that would be great if it happened. And again, here you have the President of the United States expanding his war for Syrian oil. Illegally there, illegally in another country, no outrage at all, and the moron liberals who hate Trump so much criticize him because we abandoned the Kurds. And of course, the Kurds were reportedly helping the U.S. guard the oil from ISIS's. And so... Get out of here. You got no business being there. Come on home. <clears throat> Fix that with third world infrastructure. So that's what's going on in the world. And that's what's going on in your Trends Journal. It's a whole different world out there. I've never seen anything like this in my almost 40 years of trend forecasting. Never. Things are happening so rapidly. And all these movements, this is extremely important. All of them. They're leaderless. This is a big a deal. <laughs> of course, <clears throat> the internet and social media makes that possible because, you know, people put out who they are, what they are, and their individuality comes out a bit more on the Internet. Of course, they don't write anymore. They just Instagram it and, <laughs> and tweet it. Short sentences, short thoughts, but they're their own. <clears throat> leaderless. Leaderless revolutions. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. Off with their heads, 2.0. In a country near you. It's only going to worsen. There are no solutions. Too many people, not enough jobs. It's my 5-0 formula. Overcapacity. They can make more of everything that they want. They have so much capacity around the world. Once upon a time, the third world nations couldn't make anything. But because of another O, open borders, meaning no trade restrictions or hardly any. They went to these poorer nations to use more poor people so they can make more money to manufacture what they need, so they have the overcapacity. And they've overproduced. There's more product out there than can ever be consumed. That's why you have your dollar stores and all these other places that like a home goods and marshals where they're selling stuff that others didn't sell, but they're selling at a lower price. And on and on. So you have overproduction, open borders, overcapacity, it's happening. And why people can't get jobs? Overpopulation. More people. than you could ever use to make what you need. 
And you look at the numbers. When the Great Depression hit, there were 2 billion people on the planet in 1930. Fast forward, 90 years later, we've added 5.5 billion plus in 90 years. So from the beginning of time, or the time that they begin with, where they find some skulls and things 23 million years old, don't have a clue how we got here, where we are, or how we got here. My belief is the world's been destroyed many times. We keep coming back dumber. So, when the Great Depression hit, you had two billion people on the planet. Now, when the Greatest Depression hits, you're going to, you have, you'll have about eight billion <laughs> It'll happen next year, is my forecast. 2021, not next year, the year after. 2021, the Greatest Depression. They're going to keep propping it up with all this cheap money, and it's working for the time being. So now you have open markets, open borders, overcapacity, overproduction, overpopulation, and online. You buy it the cheapest you can get it. That's one of the things that's holding down inflation on products, while inflation's skyrocketing in terms of health care, in terms of taxes that these states and federal government put on us. In terms of essentials, automobiles, prices keep going higher. But the other inflation rate's going down because of the five O's. That's why you haven't seen sharp inflation. And the dollar remains strong. And the dollar remains strong because the other currencies are so weak. So that's what you have on the global level. And it's only going to get worse. The revolutions, the civil wars, and then the United States barely discussed about the murders that this nation has committed. And the destabilization it's caused around the globe. And then you saw the study that came out that barely got any report about how the majority of people that served in the military in Iraq and Afghanistan feel it's not worth it. Gave their lives and the lives of the friends that they lost and people that they killed for nothing. Don't forget to vote. Dumbo craps and repulsivekins. So the election yesterday, what did it prove? Not much. Off year election. Talk about 
Trump getting weaker. But not really. There's no tough one out there against him. So again, we were the first magazine that called the Trump victory in May of 2016. And we're calling it again. Because there's nobody out there right now that we see that's going to be able to beat him. Country's going down morally, ethically, physically, down the drain America. How low can you go? And it just keeps sinking. Until the people lift it. And we must lift it with elegance to me, beauty, joy, and liberty and love. That's my platform. That's who I'll vote for. None of these candidates, by the way, all they're talking about is things like, you know, health care for all, taxing the rich, which I totally agree with, by the way. I want to go back to the Eisenhower era. I want these billionaires to pay 90% tax rates. And these hedge funds and private equity groups that are giving given tax breaks, corporate tax breaks, when they shouldn't be getting them. Yep, rise the taxes on the billionaires. That's what I want to say. But they're not saying how to improve the society. None of them. Not one. They don't talk about how a new nation, how we can change the nation by creating a society that evolves to higher limits rather than going down with the ship. And a big part of this ship that's going to go down is going to be the homeless population and the refugees and migrants escaping countries of poverty, violence, corruption, destruction, looking to leave, risk their lives to go anywhere. And then when they get there, what are they going to do? Not enough jobs. The five O's, overpopulation is one of them. Overproduction, another one. Overcapacity, it's happened. Online, prices going down. Open borders, open markets. Products flowing in. What are they going to do when they get there? On the streets. Crime, part of it. And you know my solution. All of this land of America, all the state and natural 
public land, national public land, federal land, state land, rather than putting all this money into the military, which cut that budget by about 80%, as I see it. And let's go 50, 50-50. And start putting money into building places for the homeless, and the beautiful, beautiful lands that we have, and put them to work, farming, building whatever they want, making whatever they want, doing their own cooking and cleaning, giving them a nice place to live rather than the stupidity, buying more places and cities to house them and expensive costs, and where do they go? What do they do? Are they just going to stay in one little room? And if, hey, you want to keep sleeping in your tent outside, here's a great place for you in nature. In nature. And you look at all the studies of how people that are in nature evolve to higher levels how it gives them peace of mind and connection with who we are and where we come from. That's my homeless solution. Right up here in Kingston, New York, we're in the foothills of the Catskills, the old Borscht Belt, where New Yorkers used to come, particularly the Jewish crowd. Grossages, Browns, all these great hotels, great entertainment. That's the future for me, for the homeless. Put them in this beauty. These places are all deserted up here. But boy, is it changing. Go to The Guardian, the um, English newspaper, and put... Guardian, Kingston, New York. Big article they did just last week on Kingston and how it's a revolutionary place. That's right. We're free up here. Free as we can be. People fight for it. We even have our own coin. So that's the future. So here we are in the beautiful Catskill Mountains. Could you imagine living on a beautiful place out there rather than camping out in the street? Same thing in California and everywhere else. Put them in the beautiful places rather than this system that's not working at all. If I was a billionaire, I'd be opening up boys' towns and girls' towns in these places and taking these poor kids they come from families, their mother's a drug addict, they don't know who their father is, they have no future, and giving one to them. That would be my dream of beauty. Teaching things, how to, we used to call it shop classes when I was a kid, how to make things, home economics, how to sew and how to cook and how to clean and keep a house the way it should be. Yeah, I'd open up these boys and girls towns if I had the dough to do that.
It's been my dream for a lot of years. Give them a future. The education system in this country is a joke. The new numbers came out and there's a decline across the board. It's stupid, dumb stuff. And now they have the kids all fearful putting them through these drills all the time in case a shooter comes in. What a waste of time. As moronic as these stupid imbeciles that are doing that, the same moron adults that had us hiding under desks as kids in case an atom bomb went off, like it was going to do something to save your life. Same morons are in charge. School system's a joke. It's not a joke. It's a disgrace. Antiquated, moronic disgrace. And if it worked, we wouldn't be in the problems we have. It's an industrialized German invention. Beginning of the industrial age. You look it up. Facts are there. Antiquated. We need a new way, and a new way could happen. And it's starting to happen around the world. It could happen here. The revolt is on. People are looking for a new direction. An independent direction. Leaderless. That's right, leaderless. Independence. The Declaration of Independence. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about the economy and what in the world is going on and what you can do about it. Be back in a few. This is PRN, Progressive Radio Network, your voice for independent views. Progressive Radio Network presents the award-winning personal computer show, the original personal computer radio show of all things computing. I'm Hank Key and my colleague is Joe King. The show can be heard each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on PRN.FM on the Internet. We cover all things computing and our viewpoint is always, what's in the best interest of the consumer community? Listening to PRN, number one for progressive minds. This is Heidi Bogosian, co host of Law and Disorder Radio. Tune in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to hear timely analysis on issues concerning civil liberties, privacy, the right to dissent and even practices of torture by the U.S. government and private corporations. Our guests are leading authorities in their fields from around the country and sometimes internationally. They include authors, lawyers, activists, scholars, and many more. That's Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here on the Progressive Radio Network. Progressive Radio Network, the number one network for those who care about the truth. Hello, hello, we're back, we're back in town. Thanks for tuning in to Progressive Radio Network. 
I gotta fix my thing over here. So, hey, how about that air pollution over there in India, huh? Great. Can't breathe. It's only 10 times, 10 times above the dangerous level that <laughs> 10 times above the danger level. So that pollution doesn't stop at the Indian border. And then, of course, you got China, and they got their pollution problems. So everybody's just worried about climate change. You're going to be dead before the climate changes. Because don't forget, there's also all of the poisons that they're putting in our food, the poisons in the water, in the earth, and in the air. The thousands of chemicals pumped into the food process is beyond anything imaginable. And by the way, the other increases that we're seeing, of course, is heart disease. And one of the things that's pushing that higher is the obesity levels and overweight levels in the United States and spreading around the world. We got E there from Edgewater. Hello there, E. Good afternoon, Gerald. Yeah. Buongiorno. It's still in the morning. <laughs> still in the morning. Yeah. We're, in, we're all in mourning because we're going to be in mourning soon for, for hundreds of millions of people being murdered. That's what we're going to be in mourning from. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Joe, why 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 did the Prince of Peace knock over the money cha money changes tables? I don't know why. Cuz he was trying to make a statement. He wasn't just having a bad day and he just felt like getting himself in trouble. He was trying to make a statement that we worship money. Money's our god and we don't care about life. We don't care about love. We care about nothing but money. And, and this is what, and this is why the world is in the shape it's in today. He was trying to warn us 2,000 years ago, but we didn't, we didn't heed the call. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. <clears throat> Let me read to you and everyone out there. <clears throat> this is the lead-in story to your weekly trends journal. False prophets and money junkies. New day, same game. The U.S. equity markets hit a new high, up strong in Euro as well, Europe as well. European stocks close higher on renewed trade optimism, blared the CNBC headline. Optimism that the gang running the street will get their money fixed in the bankster mob. The numbers are in front of everyone's eyes. $120 billion a day into the repo market. What's a repo market? Who cares? The money junkies on the street need their fix. To keep the markets high, they need money to gamble. 
lower corporate taxes, more government spending, more money to gamble to keep the markets going. As the equity markets, as go the equity markets, so too go economies. When markets crash, economies crash. When markets rise, economies rise. But the market high has nothing to do with economics. No. It's money addiction. The multi-billionaires want more billions. All they have is never enough. 26 people with more money than half the world's population. Still not enough. The bigs from big ag, big pharma, big tech, big energy, big retail, big auto, big hedge funds, big private equity, big chem, big media, big banks, they all want to keep getting bigger at the expense of the plantation workers of Slavelandia and the resources of the planet. And they need cheap money to do it. And here's how they do it. And then we go on to show how they get the dough to play the game. So what you're saying about Christ, you know, chasing the money changes out of the temple, nothing has changed. They want more. All they want is more. They never have enough. Being Jesus, who is the man of peace, they said, we want you to release Barabbas, the thief, the, the no-good scoundrel. We want you to release him for the high holy days. You know, that was the custom. Pontius Pilate told them, we're going to release the president. Here's your choice. You got Barabbas, this thief, this scoundrel, or you got this man of peace who brings people back from the dead and gives people their sight back and feeds the needy and, and clothes and gives them everything. And they all yelled out, Barabbas, how come, Gerald? Well, again, it's the money changes. They gave them money. The they gave, it's they, the mentality they of them with gold. So every time we talk about gold, it makes my heart hurt. It hurts well, my heart. Well, it doesn't have to be like that. Hello, when, you know, for me, only speaking for myself, all I want is to, enough to just keep living the way I live. I'm very, I'm very fortunate. I, wait, listen, I got to tell you, I work very hard. I mean, you have no idea the amount of hours I put in to make this Trends Journal what it is. Do you think I want to spend my weekends and nights and days reading and reading all the ugly stuff going on in the world? Wouldn't I rather be out in the garden? Wouldn't I be at, rather vacationing? You know, I have to work to earn a living. What I'm saying is, you get enough is enough at some point in your life. But not these billionaires. It's a sickness. And then you can talk about all you want about the money. How about the murder or the wars? How about that? How about going into other countries and making up excuses to kill people? And not using money as the driving force? So it's more than just money. It's an immorality it's a, it's a lack of integrity, a lack of self-respect. And again, you know, I, as I mentioned, whether they find a, a skull or, or some you know, bones or something from 23 million years ago, just a couple of weeks ago, we don't have a clue 
how we got here, what's happened. I, and don't, I don't want to hear from people saying that they know they know. They don't know. You know, nobody knows. So to me, it's the human condition. And I went through a very tough time recently trusting someone that I, I believed in in a business sense and him really, really screwing me big time. So it's not only at the top, it's, not, it's at the bottom. It's from top to bottom, inside out. And the whole purpose to me of life, and again, only speaking for myself, is to grow and evolve. That's why they used to at one time respect the elders. I'm not the same person I was when I was a young guy. Are you kidding? I mean, I used to work for the chemical industry. I used to get environmental legislation killed at the height of the environmental movement. And I have other stuff too. I mean, yeah, without going into details. I don't have to tell me about you. I don't, you don't, have to, I don't have to tell you about me. But the game is to evolve. And that's what I don't see happening. And by the way, anybody else like, would like to call, you know, please do at 888-874-4888. 888-874-4888. So thank you very much, E. And until the next time, arrivederci. So as I'm talking about the markets and what they're doing, the Federal Reserve is pumping $120 billion a day in the repo markets so that they can give the money junkies more money to gamble. That is the explanation of it. Now, the Federal Reserve since last week, has lowered interest rates another 25 basis points. So it's between the overnight rate now is 1.5 to 1.75. The guess on the street from the CME FedWatch is that they're not going to raise rates again. We are, I am, 100% on the other side. They're going to raise rates, oh, excuse me, not low, low rates. Let me repeat that in case I said it wrong. The CME group, the futures group, what people bet on, they're betting that the Fed's not going to lower rates again. So I say they are. They may not lower them in December. But I believe by the time the presidential reality show is over in 2020, a year from now, a year from now, you're going to see negative and zero interest rate policy in the United States. They're going to do everything they can to keep propping the economy up. And they're doing a good job at it because the money that they're, they're bringing back in all of it is going to two purposes, stock buybacks and enriching the rich. They're holding on to a load of cash and they're buying back a lot of stocks. The money junkies are in control. So the, where you see the equity markets now, I believe they're near their peak. They may go higher, 
as more money goes in, but it's artificially being propped up. And I think the dangers of it really going down hard are very strong. We have Habu from Wisconsin. Hello, Habu. How are you? Harold, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. And yourself? I'm very well today, thanks. Yeah, I just want to uh, add a certain perspective, um, which I think is absent in the, in, in the Western media. And there's two, uh, two things, and I'll be very, rather brief. You know, with all these um, uh, uh, ground-level protests uh, going on in the, in the world, and I'm, and I'm heartened by it, even though, as you mentioned, these are not all people about, you know, changing the status quo uh, uh, and perhaps maybe by actually being done by agent provocateurs. Even so, you know, there's one thing that has struck me, um, and... and uh, it's a kind of a sad uh, realization, but I'm not surprised. And I'm talking, you know, the, the casualties in, in most of them were somewhere around 20, 25, uh, maybe 30. You know, in Sudan was quite high f- for some time. But in most places, Chile and... and, and uh, but the one exception or outlier is Iraq, where it's almost 200 or plus and um, I wonder, what is it in the Iraqi DNA which has this kind of sadistic type of streak? Because, you know, Saddam, as bad as he was, we could attribute that to him. But then later on, the new government came, and these people were even more sadistic to the uh, Sunnis, you know, the Shia government. And, um, and that's why ISIS formed. That was a kind of like backlash to the, the oppression. But, but, but so, so, so that's one thing that... People have to stand up and call it out because Iraq has to behave itself um, uh, uh, to its own people. I don't mean to others, but to its own people. Well, it's, it's got, look, but look at the conditions that have been created there. It's an insane asylum. Look what they look what America did to the place. Remember, before before Bush started the war, you know Clinton was in. And you know this story. We've talked about it many times. When under his sanctions that BS Bernie Sanders loved and voted for, over five hundred thousand Iraqi children under the age of five died because of the sanctions. And anybody, as you well know, could Google up on YouTube Madeleine Albright and put in sixty minutes, and she's on with Leslie Stahl, and Leslie Stahl asks her, "Is the price of five hundred thousand?" Iraqi children under the age of five dead worth the price of sanctions. And Madeleine Albright says, yes, it is. What makes her any different than a murderer that shoots people? What makes them any different? Look at the conditions America created there. The place is a hellhole. Why should there be any semblance of normalcy at any level? Over a million people killed. The place bombed into oblivion. Oh, and everybody salutes that other guy, Mad Dog Mattis. Oh, he did a great job in Fallujah, didn't he? Leveling it to the ground. Why? Because a couple of mercenaries got killed there. Mercenaries. That we the people pay for to slaughter other people. The place is totally out of control. In this country, all over they talk about Moronic stuff in this country. We, we warned our subscribers. We warned them. 
and I've been on the media talking about it, not the mainstream because they don't have me on anymore, but places like Kitgo and King World News and others and others and others. You know, they, they have me on, and I'm warning about how this thing is going to come down and how bad it's going to be. But nobody wants to listen. We're in terrible shape. This country's going down because of wars and destruction, but nobody wants to talk about them. You don't see any of the presidential movement over here. The only one with Tulsi Gabbard, and she's getting shut out, talking about the wars and the murder and the destruction that's happening. No one's talking about the implications of this. No one talks about the implications of why there's so many migrants and refugees in, in, in Europe. It couldn't be because of the Libyan war, the Syrian war, the Afghan war, the Iraq war, the Yemen war. Nobody talks about the Yemen war anymore. So again, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the decline of the human spirit. But no one's talking about the causes and effects. And that's why we're telling our readers, you know, that the, the, the point I was making is that we told our readers that this whole impeachment process was going to take the people's minds off all those things I just talked about. And so now you tune into the mainstream media, it's impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. Who gives a damn? What difference is it going to make? Nothing. And now you're not knowing what's going on around the world because your mind is so blown to stupidity by the junk that they're just putting out there. I mean, it's every damn day. Every day, every day. Here, top story on the Cartoon News Network. Public impeachment inquiry hearings will begin next week. How is that going to help me? What is that going to do to enrich my mind? Nothing. And the next story on the Cartoon News Network. Why Mitch McConnell is smiling today. So that's the way I see it. Yeah, j j uh, I'm amazed your instant recall about all these, th these events, uh, ignoble events that America perpetrated on the hapless Iraqi people. You know, instant recall, and all of them listed. Well, kudos to you. You know, let me just say, I'm not trying to besmirch the ordinary Iraqi person who has suffered way beyond any other person on earth, thanks to the, the great Satan. Um, but, but it is those people who get into power and then become totally sadistic. So that's my thing. And, and you know, you mentioned about Bernie. This guy recently slipped up when he said, oh, yes, you know, he... He lambasted Maduro, you know, who, of Venezuela, who has not done a thing to us, yet this guy kind of rode on that train, you know. That's, that's Bernie. And, and he let it out, uh, um, which probably uh, reveals his true character. But anyway, I shan't take any more of your time. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Gerald. Well, thank you. Thanksgiving is a couple. Well, you got a little ways to go, actually. But, you know, but, but, no, thank you for po pointing out what you have about um, uh, uh, what, um, you know, Sanders, 
You know, then he's coming out against the, look, all the Democrats voted against Trump, denouncing Trump for pulling, allegedly pulling the troops out of Syria. And they're just a bunch of phonies. So what did Eisenhower say? Anybody running for office is uh, either an egomaniac or, or crazy or something like that. And that's so when you say that, um, you know, these people get into power, you know, th that's who they become. Any man who wants to be president is either an egomaniac or crazy. That's Eisenhower's quote. And again, he's the only person that I respect as far as a, a president in, the, in, in my lifetime. And, you know, he's done, you know, as I said, I pulled my crap in my day, but Eisenhower warned us of the military-industrial complex, and that was robbing us of the future of the children, the genius of the scientists, and the sweat of the laborers, and he was one million percent correct. So, you know, I, I admire him for that, and he's a five-star general, supreme commander of the Allied forces during World War II. Yep, so... Here we are, had an election day, I'm talking to Habu about all the wars going on, so please help us occupy peace so we could do our best to stop this madness that's destroying life on earth and the beauty and souls of our human spirit. You cannot evolve as I see it, when you're in a state of fear and terror. And that's what this nation is in. Just go to the airport, get felt up by freaks. Fear and terror, go to school, we have a drill, in case somebody comes in here and tries to blow you up and shoot you to pieces. Fear and terror, we gotta be over there to get them ISISs. Fear and terror. Unless we have peace, we will not evolve, is my belief. And that's why I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I will fight for peace, but I will not die for war. So please help us occupy peace. And if you want to subscribe to the Trends Journal, the only magazine in the world like it, nothing like it, nothing like it, nothing like it. Go to trendsjournal.com, trendsjournal.com. Some of the stories, false prophets and money junkies, global markets, the Argentinian saga, chapter 11, banking blues, India beyond a shadow of a debt, geopolitical, Hong Kong, week 22, Iraq, security forces open fire on protesters, Lebanon, progress of pro for protesters, truce in Yemen, Chile, power hungry versus the hungry, Bolivia, more of the same, different leader. Trends I view, the business of America's war, big data watching, electric cars stalling, health matters, America's wasteland, high-tech science, EV power breakthrough, does retirement speed mental decline, smart capsules, read your gut. That's the Trends Journal. No other magazine like it in the world. We look at 
the news, see what it means, where it's going, what's going to happen, and what you can do to prepare for the future. It's tomorrow's news today. Well, by Time Magazine, get last week's news next week. Again, the only magazine in the world. And thank you, thank you for tuning in. And remember, please do everything you can to support Progressive Radio Network. I do because I believe in what Gary Null and all the staff do to provide information to the people and health products to help them. Again, physically, mentally, morally, with integrity and care. Progressive Radio Network, at a time when all you get is fake news and junk news. Progressive Radio Network, the Trends Journal, Occupy Peace. And until next week, ciao, ciao, arrivederci. See you when we get back. Sempre può calare del mano, Danny.